Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of I Go With Ego. I remain your host, Ego Kelly Kakite. Today I have a very special guest on the show, Mr. Barry Armstrong, the International Support Service Director at Drew University in Springfield, Missouri. Mr. Barry, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Thanks, Ego. I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here. Thank you, sir. Well, before we go ahead, I would like to draw the attention and talk about the crisis in my country, Nigeria. You know, um, today, Nigerians are on the streets marching and um, protesting for the rights that is due them. They are protesting for the ineptitude and the injustice set upon us by not just our political leaders, but an arm of the police force called SAS. It's a special anti-robbery squad. Their job is to protect the citizens, you know, from robbers, from any conflict we might have, you know, but they've turned out to be the killers of, of youth, the killers of boys and girls on the streets of Lagos, on the streets of Abuja, on the streets of Wari. And all we're saying that we're tired, we're, you know, we're tired of being killed, we're tired of being stopped, harassed on the street, you know, we are, we're young boys and young girls trying to be the best of us, trying to manage the little resources the, the government has given to us. So I hope that the cries and the yearnings of Nigerians, our youths and every one of us is being heard by the government. And I hope the government takes responsibility and um, do the needful, provide the basic amenities that we young people need to survive in a country like Nigeria. Mr. Barry, thank you once more. I have to talk about the crisis in my country. It's a huge deal. It's on CNN. And I hope that things get better soon. I understand, Nico. That's a huge deal. And one of the hardest parts about being an international student in the U.S. is, is feeling separate from everything that's happening back home. And uh, the only news you get is from CNN or other news channels. Uh, and so you feel like you can't adequately predict what's going to happen or how protect your family and um, be involved in, in major uh, political evolutions as they occur. So uh, I think it's a very relevant topic to, to start our interview with today. And I'm glad that you took a minute to acknowledge what's going on. Um, I think, you know, around the world, well, at least here locally in the U.S., we've seen a lot of people uh, rise up against um, police brutality and unfair treatment of citizens. And I'm glad that um, the people of Nigeria are also willing to uh, stand up for what they think is right. Yes, thank you so much, Mr. Barry. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Can you tell my audience about you so we can get to know you, sir? Sure. I'm, uh, where do I start? I'm native to Springfield, Missouri. I grew up here. And uh, when I was in high school, I got to go study in Japan for a, a summer exchange program and um, came back just in love with the idea of international travel. And, um, you know, in our school yearbook, every student got to make like a quote or some kind of insight to their life in high school. And mine was that everybody should be a foreigner at some time. Uh, just because my experience was so positive and it, it opened up my eyes to the, the bigger world than our little corner here in Springfield, Missouri. So I went and uh, after that, after school, I joined the Navy again to go see the world. And I, and I did. I got to live in Korea for seven years and Japan for three and Hawaii for five and 
uh, traveled all over the Pacific and also to Bahrain and Qatar and uh, once or twice to, to Europe. So anyway, I, I kind of got to fulfill my dream of seeing the world and, and uh, do it on the Navy's dime. You know, they paid for a lot of the travel, which helped. They, all, they also uh, paid for me to go to a year of university in Korea. And uh, while I was there, I really got an affinity for what it's like to be a college student in a, a country so different from from my own. And so I knew when I was done with my career in the Navy that I would like to serve uh, that same population and help people feel uh, welcome and at ease and, and get the most out of their experience uh, coming to the U.S., you know, far from home to be university student. I guess that would be one of the reasons why you chose to work with international students. Yes, you know, one of the main reasons was because I've experienced it myself. And uh, when I when I think about reasons why I want, wanted to work with international students, it really boils down to just one word, and that is kindness. Um, whether it's the Dalai Lama or whatever other leader you want to look to, um, one of my strengths and the things that I enjoy most in life is the opportunity to be kind and make other people feel welcome and, uh, or at least safe and at ease. My, uh, my undergraduate degree was in psychology and my master's is in human services. So I've always kind of had an orientation towards helping others and, uh, wanting to serve in that capacity where where I helped other people achieve their dreams. And um, it's just really gratifying to see young men and women from all over the world who find something valuable in coming to the US and they see it as an opportunity. And if I can be, you know, one, one stone on their path that they can use to, to fulfill whatever dreams they have, then that's what I want to do. And I can say proudly that I'm a recipient of that kindness, you know. You, you've been the best person for me all through my stay in, in the U.S. You're the first person that took me in into school that made me feel welcome to. I'm forever indebted and grateful to you, Mr. Barry. Thank you so much. Well, Ego, I have to say students like you make this job uh, fun and easy and so much worthwhile. Like, it's easy to be kind to people who are... Uh, enthusiastic and genuine and um, you know you can tell that any effort that I put in you return tenfold in, in your own efforts and so um, I always felt good about about helping you in any way that I can so I'm glad I'm glad you've succeeded as you have so far and I still you know I relish every chance I get to see the next page in your story and where where your path is going to take you but uh, so far it's been great to be part of it thank you so much sir i truly appreciate it. thank you sir we'll talk about the team you're welcome mm -hmm. here um, what does it mean to you and how does it reflect in international students lives well um i chose this you are welcome here theme today because it's been an ongoing theme for the past four years which is when i started my career in international support services really 
you know, that you and I met at Ozarks Technical Community College. And um, it was in 2016 that I started. And if you recall, it was in November of 2016 that we had our last presidential election. And um, yes. it kind of turned the international student services world upside down uh, after the election. We, we just didn't, we couldn't believe what it, how things had gone and what it meant for the future of our jobs and for the future of higher education. And um, a movement slowly has started that was hashtag you are welcome here. And it was, you know, all universities and colleges across the U.S. tried to, in their own way, convey a message of, of welcome to uh, students to, to, to counteract or balance any negative message that might have been in the media uh, with the in, incoming uh, administration. And so here we are at the end of four years, we're looking at a new election and uh, everyone is really anxious and you know quite a bit more polarized than they were four years ago but one thing that i know matters to me and to, to all the colleagues that i've talked to is our international students they make they make u.s universities better and they help uh they help the students who are domestic learn more about the world and uh they they kind of push us all to be better uh, scholars and better people. So, um, you know, it's not just a platitude to say you're welcome here. It's a genuine um, feeling like America as an institution needs international people uh, to be a part of our great enterprise. Awesome. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. So international students, most times they like to know more about the process, you know, from the application process to arrival, staying on status. Do you want to touch base on, on those, the, the process for students to get to, to know what it's like? Sure. You know, in, in general, applying to college is a, is a new experience to everyone, every young man and woman who, who's thinking of pursuing higher ed. So, but wherever, whatever age you are, or where you are on your, on your path, to seeking education uh, the application piece you know is uh, sometimes can be as simple as filling out some paperwork like uh finding but before i guess before you fill out paperwork you have to decide what school you want to go to so you shop around find a school that seemed like a good fit maybe find three or four or five schools that uh, you would like and apply to all of them and generally every school is going to have a web page that uh, specifically tailored to international students with an application. And that that will uh, trigger some reaction from that school to reach out to you. And you can kind of get a sense of what the culture is and how enthusiastic they are to have you just based on that initial uh, response you get from the school when you apply. So um, I would say shop around, apply to as many schools as you want and um, know that, you know, be sensitive to how they reach out after you make your application. Are they quick? Are they timely? Are they friendly? Is it personal? Or is it like a, a generic robot email? Uh, all those things can kind of give you tips about what your experience at that school is going to be like. Secondly, you know, after you're, you've applied, then you go through whatever steps the school has for admission. Um, so that may be 
uh, supplying some uh, further documents about that, that verify your readiness for college, like a diploma or a transcript, maybe an English uh, proficiency test. And then of course, uh, most schools want to be good stewards of your hard-earned money and your family's money. And so they're going to ask for your current financial situation and documents just to make sure that they're they're not bringing you into a situation that you can't afford and you can't finish. The last thing we want to do is bring you here and have you start something and then not be able to finish it. That's you know frustrating and disappointing for the students and for the school. So that's why they ask about your financial stuff and your bank statements. Um, once you're admitted, then the school is, is allowed to um, issue that famous I-20 form that you need to take with you to, uh, to the embassy for your appointment for a visa. You're applying for an F-1 visa, and in order to get that, you have to show that you've been accepted by uh, a school, which is with the I-20. Does that help? Yeah, it does. it does. Most people like to get acquainted to how the process goes, what they need to know in terms of applying. So sure. thank you so much. All right, we've had Mr. Barry. We'll be right back from this short break. When we'll come back from the break. Mr. Barry will talk to us about his job during university and life in Springfield. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. Welcome from the short break. We still have Mr. Barry Armstrong here, the International Support Service Director at Dewey University. So, Mr. Barry, life in Dewey University for international student, what is it like and why should one come to Dewey University? Well, um, life at Dewey University is um, uniquely tailored to each individual. And uh, what I would say about it is it's a small private university that's been here in Spring. It's the oldest university in Springfield, Missouri. It's been here for over 125 years. And um, the reason I would recommend an international student come here is because it's relatively small. So the feel and the experience is, is close-knit. There uh, are usually about 400 students starting each fall. And out of those 400, somewhere between 20 to 40 are international students. Uh, overall, our international population is about 10% of the, of the student body. So they're well represented on campus and they're an integral part of the campus culture. Like Drury wouldn't be the college it is without international students. Um, that being said, Springfield, Missouri is uh, kind of in the heartland of the United States, far away from a lot of the major attractions and things that uh, international people are, are aware of, like Chicago or St. Louis or, I don't know, Texas, whatever things you might have learned and heard about, little Springfield, Missouri is not, not that famous. But that has a plus side too. That means that it's generally safer. Uh, there's not a lot of international influence that has made the culture in Springfield be already globally oriented. So when you get here, you, you probably will get a feeling of like pure Americana. It's a pretty homogenous community. There's a, it's not as diverse as a, some of the bigger cities or, or, or communities closer to the coasts. 
but that again means that the local people are super enthusiastic and happy to welcome anyone who's new and different and from somewhere far away. I guess finally, I would say there are ample resources to support our international students, whether it's uh, our admissions office or my international support office. Uh, but we also have, you know, um, counseling and health clinic and faculty ratios that allow the faculty to work with international students one on one if they're struggling. Our typical class sizes are like 12 students in a class. So uh, if anyone's struggling, it's it's apparent right away and the, and the faculty have ample resources to help students succeed. I think it's a great school and I've only been here for six months, but so far I really like how they treat their international students and uh, the success that those students have. Quite a few of them are out in the world doing OPT, which is something you do after you finish your degree. And uh, a lot of them are architecture students, and so they're working for architecture or engineering firms and uh, having a great experience in getting that those credentials that they can take home with them and, and have a, a, a great career. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. I, I can tell everyone that Springfield, Missouri, I came here knowing nobody. The people I've met from Mr. Barry to everyone I've met in school and outside school have been warm to me. You can go do the, the rides and you can just, you know, lovely places, vegetations to see. So I recommend Springfield, Missouri to anybody as well, too. So come to Jury. I put out a questionnaire for people to ask Mr. Barry a question and I chose one of the questions to ask you. He said, for international students coming to jury do you guys have any let's use the word incentive like in form of scholarship for international absolutely. students? absolutely uh jury offers academic scholarships and athletic scholarships and you can have both at the same time if you uh, are an athlete and have a qualifying sat or act or, or a gpa from your um, international high school so Yes, there are incentives for international students and scholarships. Some of them are pretty substantial. I know there are a handful of athletes here who aren't having to pay very much out of pocket at all. Um, in addition to that, uh, it is noteworthy, I found when I came here, that the tuition for Drury is the same for every student, whether they're domestic, whether they're in-state or out-of-state or international, everyone has the same tuition. Uh, to begin with and then whatever scholarships or or incentives you earn uh, or that are awarded to you that those generally apply for the whole four years as long as you maintain your GPA while you're here so there's different levels I think they, they go in like five thousand dollar increments depending on your GPA but um, our top scholarship pays I want to say $20,000 of your tuition and um, that uh, that takes care of quite a bit of the cost of being a student here. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Barry. Before I let you go, I would like to ask you, do you have any shout outs for anybody and how do we contact okay. you? Okay, shout outs. I would say I, I have to acknowledge Dr. Lundstrom from OTC for giving me a chance to, to yes. be a part of this career field. He's the one who initially uh, interviewed me and decided that I would be a good fit in international student services. And then here at Drury, Dr. Russo 
um, saw the same thing. And, uh, and so I appreciate both of them. And of course, Ego, I should give you a little acknowledgement. Everywhere, everywhere you've gone, <laughs> Thank you've you, been uh, kind enough to give me some credit or at least acknowledge that I've been part of it. And I always appreciate that. Um, yeah, and I would go all the way back to my very first uh, Japanese language instructor, Miss Lun, because she's the one who encouraged me to leave home and go see the world. And uh, that's made all the difference for me. So those are my shout outs. How to contact me. Um, there's a few different ways. My direct office line is uh, 417-873-7885. Uh, but I would say you can also go to drury.edu slash international and uh, international admissions if you're interested in exploring, uh, but international student support if you just want to visit and have questions or if there's anything I can do uh, to help you, um, you know, I've, there's nothing that limits me from being able to give a little bit of advice and encouragement to, to students no matter where they're going to school. So. I'm here and happy to be a part of that and help out any way I can. And uh, I would check those two web pages. I guess I'll leave it with an email. You can email me at ISS, which is International Student Support, ISS at Drury.edu. Awesome, Mr. Barry, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful for all the wonderful advice and time you had to share with us, your experience and everything we need to know. Thank you so much, Mr. Barry. Thank you, Ego. I was glad to do it. I hope that was useful and I'd be happy to come back anytime you need me. <laughs>